Hi, and welcome to the Cosmic Circle, the friendly neighborhood companion podcast to thecosmiccircus.com, your source for news and reviews about everything science fiction, fantasy, and comic books. I'm Isla Ruby, and today we have an awesome episode. I'm joined by my two friends, Brian and Vic. How are you guys doing? Hello. Hey. Hello. This is Brian. It's great to be here. Excited for Star Wars. Yeah, I'm Vic, and I'm geeking out, so let's do this. <laughs> So I'm so, so excited you're both here because we have a lot to talk about. Um, when we were planning things, you know, we we wanted to talk about Star Wars Celebration because it was the big news of the weekend. Um, if you're on Twitter, like me, you probably had some, you know, severe fear of missing out, some FOMO. Um, but then this morning, we got this new trailer for the Marvels, and I think we have to talk about that, too. Um, it came out like two hours ago, and y- you guys are my, my captives, so we're going to talk about it. Um, so we have Captain Marvel, Kamala Khan, Monica Rambo, and there's like power swapping and an awesome Beastie Boys song. What do you guys think of the trailer? Listen, you don't have to keep me captive. I am driving <laughs> this train. This is going to be peak Marvel for me. And I already feel Uday staring me down with his Black <laughs> Panther, Wakanda Forever love. But how could you not enjoy that trailer? Oh, maybe I dug myself a hole there. That trailer was just so much fun getting to see this, like this really big combination of like the television shows and the movies finally come together in a way that like hasn't really yet. But, you know, I know there's been some smaller crossovers, um, but like this is this is huge. We're getting Monica. We're getting, you know, Kamala Khan. We're getting them in a space epic adventure and powers look great and the trailers and the colors and uh, I'm down for it. I'm here for it. That was probably my top trailer ever, topping Shang-Chi, which was really, really high for me. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Uh, it was in- really enjoyable for me, but I've got a really sad adventures when it comes to Captain Marvel, especially Brie Larson. But it's not that I'm, I have negative negative emotions towards them, but. I told Red this story and <laughs> he knows why I'm not that excited for this movie, but the trailer was really enjoyable and I like it. It felt like, I don't know, Brian, if you remember uh, this episode from Sarah Jane Adventures with Eleven Doctor, when they were swapping bodies in one scene and it felt really Doctor Who thing for me. It was like so cosmic. So I really like it. And the, the colors, wow! This this is where Vic and I stop being friends. I have not watched Sarah Jane Adventures yet. I'm so sorry, Vic. It's on my list. I mean, I saw, I watched some episodes when I was a kid, but I only the ones with the one with Doctor Who. I only saw those. So, so, so no problem. You'll catch up, but I mean. When it comes to trailers, I think the last trailer that I enjoyed so much was Doctor Strange oh. in the Multiverse of Madness. It was it was awesome. So so yeah, so Captain Marvel didn't top it, but it was okay. It was just really, really okay. I love this though. Like both Ryan and I are super excited and like we're very hyped for this trailer, but we, we need another perspective. So that's that's good to have too. Um, I know I'm I'm super excited for it. You know, there are a lot of things that were really exciting. And I'm, I think like this Flurkin army, um, you know, all the little cats looked really cute. And I think Lizzie reported on um, on the cats at the Cosmic Circus like last year because they were filming in New York City. And I know she's retweeted that a bunch of times. Um, I mean, you, you can't go wrong with cats. I'm just a fan of that. Um, I think that Kamala Khan, like we we are all her, and I just want to be her even more so now after after the trailer. Um, you know, I'm excited to see more Nick Fury. Um, and I wanted to ask you guys if you think that, you know, this build this doesn't seem to build a lot on the other Avengers movies, but like it builds on the Disney Plus shows. Do you think that this um, movie and this trailer? makes it so that the Disney Plus shows are kind of required viewing. I want to say, I don't feel like anything in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is necessarily required viewing. I think even if you were to watch, let's say you were just to watch Endgame, which is, you know, the culmination of 21 movies at that time. 
um, you could still enjoy it and not have to know everything. And I feel like Marvel does really well of kind of spoon feeding the connective tissue without shoving it down our throats for the people who do watch it that don't want to have a recap like Dragon Ball Z every episode. <laughs> so I think you're going to be able to watch this and be perfectly okay. I don't think that it's going to impact your enjoyment of it. I think you're going to enjoy it more if you've watched all those pieces and you know everything that's connective about it. So that's kind of where I stand. Yeah, I mean... When uh, the first TV TV shows, TV series from MCU came out, I mean, I thought that you need to watch every single one of them to understand what's going on later. But when Doctor Strange came out, uh, I watched it with my parents again, because I watch uh, all MCU movies with them, and they understand it. I mean, there were no problems with understanding it. So, I mean, it depends who you ask, because... I mean, the writers, I mean, their job is to make them, those movies as, as I mean, as suitable, as, as suitable as they can to the basic viewers. So, I mean, it all depends who you ask. Yeah, I'm just going to repeat myself. I think that's fair. Um, one thing that I really, really liked in the trailer, I think, was, you know, it started off a little bit with a message to kind of the haters of Captain Marvel, almost. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of criticism saying Brie Larson needed to smile more, and they opened the trailer with that, I think, um, and I liked that. Um, and from what I hear, so this trailer is a little bit different than the trailer we saw at D23. Um, there are some language changes, but, you know, I guess we have a lot to look forward to in November. Um, do you guys want to, is there any last words on the trailer for you guys? Or are you cool to go on? You know, yeah, I, you said, go ahead. You, as I say, you said about, you know, we had to wait till November. Uh, we're going to get another trailer, you know, probably mid summertime. Oh, and we will be back on this hype train. <laughs> I, and I will be driving it. And I, I know you'll be right there with me spooning in the coal <laughs> of the fire. That is the marvels. <laughs> Well, I mean, Nick, so Nick Fury is in this movie, right? We saw him in the trailer. Mm -hmm. And I assume, you know, maybe there'll be something relevant in Secret Invasion too, um, just because he's in the movie, he's in the TV show. Mm -hmm. I don't quite know when it's coming out now because I don't think anybody knows when anything is coming out. June. Uh, June, Secret okay. Yeah. All right, yeah, that's fair. So June, I guess we'll maybe even know a little bit more then. June 21st specifically, we have a date. Oh, that's right. See, I'm still yeah, okay. in the vacation the trailer? Mode. I did, and I watched it, and it was so good. Um, yeah. I, I do think it's interesting that they released this trailer so far ahead of time, and I know that, from what I understand, they wanted to play before Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. But my question for Marvel, if you're listening, which you know they are, um, <laughs> why aren't we airing the show's trailers in the movies? Like, why aren't we having this cross-promotional, if it's all connected universe, have that Disney Plus trailer play in front of Guardians of the Galaxy, and you can you can get more people to maybe watch the show that weren't going to check it out, or, or vice versa. I, I, why aren't we doing this? Let me let me be part of the marketing team. I I got your backs here. <laughs> now, didn't they they did that with one movie, and I'm I'm totally blanking, which means I'm a bad Marvel fan. On which movie they showed, um, like the end credits was a trailer. Uh, yeah, guys, you you remember right better than I do. Spider Man. No Way Home. Yeah, so that was the trailer for Doctor Strange, right? Yeah, yeah, the first yeah. one. Yeah, I think that would have been, like, helpful, too. Absolutely. Okay, so Star Wars, the, the purpose of this podcast, and I know, you know, we're celebration was just this weekend. It's like a giant celebration of Star Wars. It's convention, publicity, and, you know, when it happens, it's a really big deal. Um, I don't think it happened last year, Um you guys can correct me on it that. Happened it happened last year, yeah. It did? Where was it? Yeah. Where was it last year? Do you know? Anaheim? Uh, Anaheim, yeah. I think it was in Anaheim, yeah. Anaheim. Okay, well, it's not happening next year, because I know we talked about that in the pre-show. It's going to be in, in Japan, um, you know, the year after that. So it's, it's like a celebration of the love of Star Wars, and you get announcements and everything cool. Um, this year's celebration was in London, you know, I want to know kind of what were your expectations in advance of the weekend? And I'm going to start with you, Vic, because, 
you are our Star Wars person. Like you, you know so much more about it than us. Was there anything you were really excited about um, that you wanted to hear announced or or hear more about that you were specifically waiting? Okay, so I'm gonna keep it as less. As, <laughs> I'm gonna keep my fanboy, you know, very low. No, bring out the fanboy. That's why. That's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but okay. To be honest, I really expected to see more. Mm -hmm. I mean, to see more announcements, more TV shows. This Lando show that we heard about last year with Donald Glover, I really hope to see, to hear a confirmation about it this year, but oops, we didn't get it. I think they only announced those new three new movies, mm -hmm. uh, another, se another season of Tales of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. And I think that was it. There was visions, uh, right? Our vision. Yeah, um, but we knew about visions uh, for a few months. We knew we knew yeah. the date, so 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 it was okay. But I don't think they announced announce anything else. So so that was really disappointing for me. But I mean, the rest of the stuff. Uh, I mean, I saw some of the leaked trailers, and they were awesome. We're I'm not gonna talk about them because I don't want to spoil the fun since they're not publicly available but they were awesome i mean the acolyte is the i mean i think it's the only series that i'm waiting wanting to see so much oh. i mean the last series that i wanted to see so much was obi-wan kenobi mm -hmm. and wow you can't say no to obi-wan <laughs> so, and in this case i mean legion j uh, I, I hope I pronounced his name right. Uh, he played in Squid, Squid Game. Mm -hmm. uh, he plays the Jedi in the Acolyte. I mean, he's a fantastic actor. After I saw Squid Game, I tried to watch some movies with him. And I mean, wow, he's so perfect for the role he's playing in the Acolyte. And the other actors, it's, oh, it's gonna rock. And I'm gonna quickly mention Andor because we found out some more things about it but still no public trailer uh under was okay i mean i really liked the first season it was really down to earth and it was really serious so so this was awesome uh bad batch will see the third and final season next year so that's sad and i think uh visions will rock and vin uh, from uh, the Cosmic Circus will agree with me because he <laughs> loved it too. And Ahsoka, I think that's, that will be our main topic uh, during this conversation. So 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 I'll leave it to you guys. And Ahsoka is, wow. I had some negative thoughts before, but when I found out that Dave Filoni will write the whole series, so I'm really positive. I'm, I'm really positive towards it. So, so please. Well, I think, I think, no, I think that's interesting too, because you, you know, you've talked about some, some of the spoilers, obviously, or some of the trailers obviously mm -hmm. leaked, but you know, part of the thing with celebration is like, you go to see these exclusive trailers and do you, um, do you think that actually helps or hurts with fans? Do you think that, um, you know, it enhances the hype, makes people more excited because Star Wars, like Marvel is just, there are so many rumors, like, you know, about stuff before it's officially announced, you know, you, you invest emotionally in a show before it's announced do you think that is something good for fans yeah i mean it's kind of our job to to know some of those things before <laughs> so so yeah but what? What? <laughs> yeah but to be serious i think it really helps it's you know it's more about the experience mm -hmm. than the exclusive ex exclusive materials but what was a really good promotion for them was showing uh, the Mando, the seven seven episode of Mando that will come out mm -hmm. this week. Maybe it came out and <laughs> and this this podcast is was published after it. But you know, showing people this episode, it's uh, yeah. The the last one will be uh, next week. I mean, it kind of confirms that this episode will be a really 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 good piece of Star Wars, mm -hmm. like. You can promote stuff like you can show um, a medium or a bad episode of Mando with I, I don't know if they 
I don't know if they picked some random people all all or all the I don't know if they picked some random people or showed this episode to I don't know some exclusive maybe thousand two thousand people like that they, they did with I think it was Obi-Wan last year mm-hmm. so yeah so I don't know if it was for every single person but it's a really good promotion and and as I said celebration is you know to to meet people to to have fun and not to basically see the exclusive promos because sooner or later they all leak <laughs> um so preface I'm gonna preface what I say here with the fact that I have only ever really been a very passive fan for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch them until I was in my 20s. Um, and no one in my family was really into it. It was just kind of something that I decided to watch. And so things like Andor, I didn't watch it until this past week. And it all been out. And I'm actually, I was a little shocked there. Just learned from Vic that we're on episode seven of this season of The Mandalorian. And I only watched the first two. Oh. So like, clearly I'm behind. Um, <laughs> all this to say... I didn't know Star Wars Celebration was happening until Drew pointed it out in the group chat <laughs> that how are we covering it? And I was like, oh, there's something going on for Star Wars this weekend. Hence this so, podcast. I know. And here I am on it. No. Um, so my expectations were extremely low. Almost non-existent. And I was actually kind of blown away by this. I found myself actually getting excited um for mostly for the fact that um i love this the sequel series uh trilogy more than any of the other ones and i love ray and so when that kind of came out i was like sign me up that in <laughs> rebels rebels is really good so i'm also on the the david filoni um hype train um so the, I, this felt like it was a little more tailored to me i was like damn it they like read my my diary over here took a look at my christmas list um i wasn't disappointed i but i also had no stake in it i feel like someone like vic who is a our star wars super fan um on today i could understand why you'd be a little more disappointed because there wasn't a lot there was enough that i think casual fans were like oh that that's pretty dope that's pretty cool so yeah i think there there was enough that the casual like it broke through a little bit in the media coverage to the casual fans right like the stuff about ray like that that seemed to like break out into the general entertainment world instead of just you know localized with star wars fans vic sorry you were saying something yeah i just wanted to point out that the truth is brian only thought brian thought that we'll be only talking about cup marvel and indiana jones so <laughs> <laughs> i was bamboozled a little bit to be to be on here i thought that this was <laughs> Yeah, the Captain Marvel, Indiana Jones, uh, Power Hour, and <laughs> our, but I think that like what you say there, Isla, is really uh, interesting because the things that were kind of announced, which we'll go into. Yes, we had the Ray. There's also Ahsoka, which we knew that was going to be coming, but like I feel like that's one character that even casual fans just all love, and you can recognize and, her. I mean, you you see that character, and like you you know that Star Wars, and not just that. People love Rosario Dawson, and, mm-hmm. and for good reason. She's yeah. amazing. She's awesome. She's a fantastic actress. I remember back in her, um, the Pussy uh, Cats, um, back in the two thousands. Like that was that was my Rosario Dawson. Um, uh, who could go wrong with that? So I feel like there was a lot of things that broke out to this. Friends that I know don't watch Star Wars or they're nerds in other ways were like blowing me up and saying wow soka looks great ray's coming back when when is it coming out are we going to go see it together like i feel like there was just so much more connective tissue for a lot Mm -hmm. of people um i do though have some concerns because last time we had lots of movies announced they all got canceled because star wars is in some really lucasfilms is in some really bad flux so i do worry how many of these are actually going to come to fruition and part of me is a little cautious about that Well, I want to talk about that too, because I think that's an interesting point. So we had, you know, there's rumors and then there's official announcements. Um, You know, we we officially got at Celebration three movies. Um, We got Kathleen Kennedy made the announcement that we were getting um, these live action movies. There's, you know, there's a theme to them all, right? You're seeing Star Wars. It's 
you know, Star Wars past, Star Wars kind of present where we are in the TV universe and Star Wars in the future. Um, you know, and it, it's not this linear world, which, you know, Marvel likes to do. And it, it's kind of very different. So let's talk about these, these specific movies. So the first movie um, is in the past. It's James Mangold's movie. Um, we're going back to the Dawn of the Jedi. And r- right now they're saying a tw- December 2025 release. And you guys can't see it, but Vic is like throwing up his arms, exciting. All right, yeah. excitement about it. Yeah, because this is the old Republic, baby. <laughs> oh, finally, the so best the best era of the Star Wars. Exactly. So why? it's like, yeah, I, let's, I hear, let's, hear why, let's hear why. Why are you excited about this? Um, because it's five, uh, two, three, five thousand years before the Skywalker saga. So, you know, you have Darth Revan, you have Darth Bane, every class, classic character from the games, like the Knights of the Old Republic that are really classic games. So, so every Star Wars fans, every Star Wars fan knows it. So, uh, it's like, I mean, we had some Easter eggs in The Rise mm-hmm. of Skywalker, the scene where Kylo Ren goes to Exegol in the first few minutes, and you know, oh my god, I'm I'm so geeking out right now. <laughs> there are a few statues of the characters, you know, the battalion name name of the battalion. So, so we knew that the old Republic era is still canon, but now we'll get to see what it really was. Well, is it is this the old Republic movie the, or era, or is this like way way before? Are we gonna see you know yes. the you know I think uh, James Mangold described it as Star Wars Zero, like the beginning of of everything. Yeah, but I mean, uh, the old Republic is everything that was before the High Republic. Mm-hmm. So High Republic is like 200, 300, 500 years before. The Phantom Menace. Okay. So yeah, so everything before that is the Old Republic. And we also got the timeline uh, on the celebration that is... It's like 25,000 years ago, right? Uh, no, they, they just named those eras. So it's yeah. the Old Republic, the High Republic, uh, Fall of the Jedi, mm-hmm. Reign of the Empire, Rebel, uh, Age of Rebellion, uh, the New Republic, and... Uh, the first order era so so yeah i do think it's really interesting that like twenty five thousand years before new hope is mm-hmm. the words that they use that is so many years like what is the galaxy <laughs> gonna look like then because we're already in a galaxy a long time ago you know this is a long time ago <laughs> on top of that right is it gonna be an advanced society what caused there to be a need for the jedi you mm-hmm. know there has to be some precipitating factor I feel like that's going to be more, I don't know, like it's in my head, kind of like, like a medieval, mm-hmm. like, you know, just like very, um, I don't know, kind of, it's going to be a lot more crazy than just like the very ordered Jedi that we've seen. And so like, for me, this is kind of really exciting because there's a lot of potential because I know that like the old Republic games were set 3000 years before almost 4,000 years before the films. This is five times that, you know, almost 10 times that. This, there's, this feels like such an untapped area and it gets us so far removed from the, 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 uh, the Skywalkers, which I feel like have, this poor galaxy has been dictated by this (laughs) family and their issues. Yeah, Um, we're tired of them. We're going to see some new heroes, I hope, come, come, come about and, and, you know, figure out what their deal is. Um, I think that Mangold described this movie as basically like, almost like a biblical epic, right? It's like the Ten yes. Commandments. Um, and it seems very like- Mel Gibson of- should direct it. <laughs> <laughs> Passion of Jedi. <laughs> I mean, there've been com- comparisons to that, right? Like how did it all start? How did the force come about? And is this movie gonna, you know, show that and show, you know, folks coming down from from the hill and all that. So I think- um, you know, I think it's really an exciting place to explore. Um, do you are you guys over origin stories? Do you think that, you know, are you are you done with with origin stories because this is effectively another origin story? I mean, I'm over superheroes origin mm. stories. They're they're tiring me right now. But 
I mean, in Star Wars, the only origin story that we had was the prequel story. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there was nothing before it. So, like, 25,000 years ago, I mean, it's really... Hmm. I don't know how to describe it, but it's a really... It's a big mystery. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the easiest way to describe it. But I really hope... They don't name the main character Skywalker because <laughs> it will be too much. But I mean, one surprising fact is that the High Republic era was, uh, sorry, the Old Republic era was far more advanced than the High Republic and the, the era of the Jedi. Oh, wow. So I want to see it. Mm -hmm. I really want to see what caused them to, you know, like that just like just like brian mentioned it you know i would like to first argue that we've had three different sets of origin stories in in star wars because we've had the original trilogy which was the origin story of luke skywalker and his family mm -hmm. you have the prequel trilogy which is the you know which is anakin skywalker's origin story and obi-wan's and then the third trilogy is the origin story of ray and we're finally gonna you know we kind of got the chapters of the origin story and now we're gonna have something that's not an origin story so i feel like star wars is nothing but origin stories you know uh -huh. the mandalorian is about grogu's origin story and you know bubba fett we don't talk about because it's horrible and, oh no um, you but know, it the sets cult... up it sets up some other things and i'm you know it's gonna supposedly it's gonna impact the filoni movie Listen, if I have to watch six episodes of something to barrel through it, I don't want it. <laughs> and Boba was only in four of them. <laughs> yeah. Andor, which we can also forget about, is another origin story. So I feel like this whole series is origin stories, and I feel like you can do it. If you do it right, you can do it. I don't think that... I also disagree with Vic about superhero origin stories being bored and tiring, but I digress because Miss Marvel was probably one of the best ones. But in <laughs> Moon Knight and all those things, but um, who's counting She Hulk? Um, but... Hey, I liked She Hulk up until you know I love it. A, a couple a couple of the episodes. There, yeah, there was a lot of good there. So all that to be said that you can do it right, and this is going to be interesting because it is not just an origin story but the origin story for mm -hmm. star wars like this is like the precipitating factor factor this is like the big bang mm -hmm. of how we got everything that we've seen now it could be really 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 good or it's going to burn really 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 bad and i feel like there's no middle ground it's not going to just be an okay movie it's going to be the best movie that anyone's ever talked about or everybody's going to forget about it but i hope it's the first i hope that this spawns a whole series of of movies in set in this time frame i want to say that you know given mangold's involvement like he he has a track record right with producing kind of these these cool things like he did logan he did um he's doing indy five you know he he seems to like get this kind of meaty storytelling and i i read somewhere that whenever he like his approach to filmmaking is that you know, he, he starts with a question and wants to answer that question in the film. So, you know, I think if he goes, if he goes into it with that idea and, you know, answers the question, I think it'll be a great film. Um, so I'm excited about that. I don't know. What do you think, Vic? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, Bangold didn't do a bad movie in years. So I really love Logan. I I guess I I will really love Indy because I love Indiana Jones. So, but I really hope they will hire a screenwriter who will wrote a really serious story because I expect it to be a serious story, not a comedy or or something else, but a really serious story about how the Jedi were born, how the first Jedi found out was the Force, how to use it. Maybe how to build a lightsaber. I don't know. Maybe they were running with sticks for all these years. <laughs> Will we see the first lightsaber get ignited? Is what I want to know. I hope so. And I really hope it won't be a blue lightsaber. Because <laughs> I, I really love yellow lightsabers. So I want a yellow lightsaber. But I will get for a, I will get back for a minute to the origin story. Because I don't know if you agree with me. But in Star Wars, there are 
origin stories and origin stories because finger I mean, quotation marks for all those who can't see yes yeah because i mean of course boba under they are origin stories of the characters that we all already knew but in the prequels in the prequels we get the expanded story of the skywalker skywalker saga yeah of anakin skywalker of obi-wan so it was the for me it was the proper origin story of mm -hmm. the, those nine movies so that's prequels og trilogy sequels are it's all combined so so for me prequels all are the origin story of of yeah of skywalker saga but to be honest just like brian said i hope this movie won't be a bad movie because if it is it will be a really really bad thing for star wars they're just getting their footing again in some ways it mm -hmm. seems you know they, there was a, a period of time where you know being a Star Wars fan, seeing the movies, you know, they're like there there was a lot of hate directed towards all of that. Um, you know, you you know, whether or not you like the stories or not, you know, it just wasn't like a pleasant experience. Um yeah, yeah I'm I mean, I grew up um in I grew up during when the prequels were coming out and I didn't get to watch them in the cinema. So the only Star Wars movies that I watched in cinema was were, were, were those five movies: the mm -hmm. the sequels era, Han Solo story, and Rogue One. So I really enjoyed them, and it was fun. But I mean, if you want to make another Star Wars movie that's exclusively meant for cinema, then you need to work on it at least for two, three, if not four years, to make it perfect. Now, one question before we go on to um, the next movie is from the audience. Um, so Blacklight in our Discord, and we kind of talked about this a little bit, wanted to know um, who, who, like of everyone, do you want to see explored in this movie? Besides, you know, the beginning of everything. What, um, is there a character that you want from the lore? You know, I real quick have... before, we, before we jump to that, you know, uh, when you mentioned about, um, Mangold and all of these, you know, you mentioned Logan in Indiana Jones, but this man has a list yes. of movies, you know, Identity, Walk the Line, 310 to uh, Yama, Girl Interrupted. Like he wrote Oliver and Company for Disney back in 1988. Like this man, if anybody's going to be able to do this right, it's going to be him. Like he yeah. seems to have these epic or also personal stories that just feel epic. And so I think that he he's the right call. As for the character, this is all Vic. I don't know anything yeah. about this old Republic stuff. So Vic, tell us. Yeah, Dark I mean, is... no, no, it's far too far too early for it. But I see that Blacklight mentioned uh, the Ankto, uh, the planet from the Last Jedi, where the first Jedi Temple was built. So I guess we'll see it for sure. It's like the I think it will be the uh it will be the main focus of the film <laughs> I, I could be wrong but i may be wrong but i think it will be it and i don't know what to expect to be honest because they can easily use um the world between worlds from uh star wars rebels and from ahsoka trailer mm -hmm. and they can easily maybe put grogu in there and he'll be the first jedi ever <laughs> well, i don't gonna, know we're gonna talk about grogu i think in a little bit because i know there have been some interesting theories about him and making an appearance um but now the next movie dave filoni's movie it, you know it's kind of um like a, a giant crossover event between the mandalorian ahsoka the book of boba fett brian's uh favorite and you know considering filoni's involvement with these shows like the fact that it's a crossover and this you know huge cinematic thing makes sense um so it explores like this conflict between the Imperial Remnant and the New Republic that's still ongoing. Like, what do you think about about this about this movie? Are you what do you want to see? What don't you want to see? Um, what do you think? My biggest concern with this is <laughs> there's 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 a little bit to be concerned about Boba Fett. <laughs> why are we, no? But like, I'm interested and cautious to see how these characters that fit really well on the streaming 
service, how they're going to translate well to a film, Mm -hmm. you know, because while it is super nice, like the Mandalorian has like a very like one-off adventure, kind of like supernatural going to solve these things. It's not always a very connected story. It doesn't always necessarily feel epic. It, it's a good, it's a good story, but it, doesn't always feel cinematic i should say not that it doesn't feel epic i just wonder how they're going to translate to that or like how are is all of a sudden ahsoka going to look totally different because they're going to have money to really put into you know getting her tails right and they're going to have money to have some more epic fights like i don't it just i do worry like is it gonna feel like it doesn't really fit because we've had this before power rangers the movie is a great example mm-hmm. it came in the middle of all of these different seasons and they had different suits and they felt cinematic and they felt different but it never felt like it was part of it because they went back and just had these cheap suits again i don't know i, I do worry about how that's all going to be connected and how it's going to feel but maybe they're going to be able to pull it off i hope so yeah i mean the best answer for this question is we'll get to see it in Ahsoka because Filoni is the writer for the show. He'll mm-hmm. like he'll write all eight episodes. So he's he's the one writing the movie, he's the one directing it, and I think it will at least show us what to expect in at least 50%. Because he knows those he knows those characters, he wrote them, he <laughs> it was his fan fiction, Ahsoka, Kat Bane, it was all his characters. So I think that I also mentioned this in uh, my Throne article, and I think it will be the, one of the biggest movies in Star Wars because it's the culmination of all those previous TV series, uh, the Boba Fett, Ahsoka, the Mando, maybe something between it, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think the only thing that I'm really negative, I have really negative thoughts about is how... They feel only will fit all of it in two-hour movie, two and a half hour movie. I don't know. It seems like maybe it will be a two-part, three-part movie. It's like such a big scale that I can comprehend how he'll do this, how he'll do this. It is a lot to fit in today. I was thinking the same thing too. I was like, I wonder if this is gonna be like uh, Infinity Infinity War Part One and Two. You know that these are gonna change because how can you fit so much story into a two hour mm-hmm. movie? Like a lot of storylines are coming into this and there's not, unless you're going to cut a lot of it and you're going to make it a very basic movie, which is, I think people are not looking for that. Mm-hmm. It's not going to go over well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like the same case that was with the rise of Skywalker. It was meant to be the end for all the Skywalker saga. It was meant to, you know, to sum up everything of it. And Colin Trevorrow wrote the really big finale and J.J. Abrams just cut it and mm-hmm. did something different. So, so yeah, I also, I imagined some scenes that they can do in this film. And if it's meant to be a war between uh, the Empire or the First Order now and the already big bad Republic, uh then yeah, it will be at least an hour and a half of battles and <laughs> space battles or the ground battles or everything. But I really hope we'll get to see more lightsaber battles. <laughs> now, speaking, I want it. speaking of lightsaber battles and, and the future a little bit, I want to move on to the next movie. Um, just because you know, some pretty big things are happening. So Charmina Obeyed Chinoy um, is the film's director. And if you liked Miss Marvel, then, you know, you, you probably know her name because she's amazing. Um, she's got like an Oscar, win- uh, I think maybe two Academy Awards or at least one. Um, and she's the like first woman of color director for the Star Wars universe. Um, she had this big dramatic announcement that, you know, she was doing this film and it was taking place after the rise of Skywalker. Um, you know, the storyline kind of is focused on rebuilding the new Jedi Order. Um, and there's there's a very special person, which we've already talked about, coming back, Ray Skywalker, Daisy Ridley. Um, can, we, and- can we not call her Ray Skywalker, please? <laughs> I know, you, you, you hate the Skywalker. Yeah. Um, 
So she's going up against these forces that don't want the Jedi, you know, these forces of good to exist. Um, you know, people were screaming in the audience. Oh, and I see you shaking your head. So I'm curious as to see what you Yeah, thought. I wonder who those bad person could be. <laughs> Maybe they have red lightsabers. Right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in this case, I'll just say this. I'm not excited for this movie. Oh. Because we were told Skywalker saga is finished. We'll no longer focus on it. And we'll, we'll get another movie that will be about Skywalker, in this case, Rey, rebuilding Jedi Order. Why? I mean, why? Couldn't we get somebody else to do it? I mean, Jude Law will play a Jedi in Skeleton Crew. Why couldn't he do it? <laughs> first first off, yes, it's not to call her Skywalker, and then you're mad that we're <laughs> getting another one with her. You can't have it both ways, Vic. Let me tell you this. Um, no, I am ecstatic. I think that she was the best part of the sequel trilogies. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, Daisy Ridley is a phenomenal actress. She killed it. She killed it. She deserves to have a film that wasn't centered around Palpatine and the Skywalkers and all of their drama. This feels very <laughs> much like it's going to be focused on her rebuilding the Jedi, which is going to be, it's going to remove her from that. While there still may be aspects of that, I think they're going to try to deviate from that, which I'm glad because I even heard that they kind of said they're trying to move away from like mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker space, you know, ghosts and stuff. And so, yeah, force ghosts. So like being able to do that, I think is going to be really, um, I think it's finally going to give her her own leg to stand on and remove her from all of the other stuff. Though they want to bring back Oscar Isaac as well. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, I think the time jump will help with that, right? This takes place, I think, 15 years in the future. Yeah, 15 years, yeah. Um, 25 25 oh okay i heard 15 yeah i thought 15 too it's it's in the future either way um you know it is it is 15 i apologize i swear i read 25 somewhere i mean there's there's so like there's thousands of years there's like it's it's all confusing um so given that it takes place in the future and not everyone is around anymore um do you guys think you know will people be coming back are we going to see um anyone from the rise of skywalker are we going to see like could we see john boyega come back and one of our our discord members actually wanted to know if, if we wanted any characters um back I, f- I think we'll get to see one person that is already dead okay and, and it I've was that. yeah it was heavily rumored in the in the internet that adam driver might be back Ooh. and just like palpatine he somehow come, came back. He's somehow alive. <laughs> I mean, the way they did Ray, Poe, uh, Finn, and Kylo really dirty in The Rise of Skywalker. I mean, I really like some parts of this movie because I really enjoyed some of them. But in the final, when I, when I got some final thoughts about it, I mean, it's a really bad point to start another story from. I mean, if they somehow forgot about what was in it, I mean, I don't mean the the whole def- the defeating Palpatine or whatever, but maybe Ray changing her name to something else or whatever, it would be easier for fans to to watch this this next movie, this this fifteen years in the future movie. And kind of to something like was in The Last Jedi, where we heard that you're no one, uh, you're just some random person and all of that. I think it would be much easier, not only for me, but for some people who who really hated The, the Rise of Skywalker, but enjoyed the, the, the previous films. So. But yeah, I'll just keep an open mind to it and, and remain neutral. <laughs> Do you think, so there have been some wild theories, you know, going around about Grogu specifically in this movie um you know and how like that we could see him do you think specifically in the case of Grogu that that's a possibility I think so because I mean look at Yoda he had been around for hundreds of years a long time Mm -hmm. 900 over 900 years yeah he is Grogu is potentially still around 
as like a young like a like a like a young adult you know like mm-hmm. so i think that yeah we could totally see him i think we should see young him adult bro he's like 50 years old <laughs> yeah. he's a baby yeah so like absolutely we should see him if he's still around i don't think they're gonna kill off baby grogu um if they, they do that would be horrid <laughs> Okay, so on that note, we have three movies that have just been that have been announced. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and we, we talked earlier about all these rumors about movies, and you know how we kind of it was almost sort of our job to know what was coming or not. And I know there have been rumors for Kevin Feige, Taika, you know, getting um, getting a movie. Do you like? What do you think about that? Do you is there someone you really want to see direct a movie that you know we, we didn't get announced? Hmm. I have to say, maybe tying this all together, after seeing the Marvels trailer, I want Nia DaCosta mm-hmm. to do a Star Wars film. I think that she would absolutely slay it. Like that, just just the epicness of the of the star, like the the galaxy that we got in just this little trailer. I think that she would be perfect for it. Hmm. I mean. I've got two choices. Either it's Robert Rodriguez or Ryan mm. Johnson. I mean, they were already in Star Wars. Uh, Rodriguez did an awesome episode of Mando in season two. And Ryan Johnson did incredible The Last Jedi. But I mean, Johnson already had uh, the trilogy in development, but they put it in pause. It's like, I think it's uh, it's in limbo right now so we don't know if that will happen but oh my god i really want to see something from him either it's uh the old republic story that's about hardcore star wars fans star wars fans will will know who i'm talking about but about zane from the old republic it would be cool all right so on that note i want to switch over to the tv shows because we have a lot to cover in a little bit of time um and we could go on and on about the movies and i'm sure we'll do more podcasts about them there are some tv shows announced where we you know we talked about what you were expecting so let's just go straight into ahsoka um we got our first trailer and it was even released officially and you know we we finally got confirmation of thrawn's actor um and there was so much fan casting and and so much you know hype for this particular person what did you think as someone who loved rebels and they liked the clone wars um i'm excited for this i think it looked fantastic i think that rosario dawson was a great choice as we already seen her throughout uh, the mandalorian um and bubble fat correct i believe yes um I, I think that it looked epic. I'm glad that we're getting some of these um, rebel characters finally into the live action. Thrawn is terrifying. And just, I can't wait to see him on live action screen because it's going to just be epic. And correct me if I'm wrong, Lars Michelson was the rumored one for a while. Yep. He was yeah. rum- rumored after Rebels, you know, and there, there were like people just said, you have to get him, you have to get him. Yeah, I mean, he was the the only choice. So <laughs> the only choice. Yeah, for me at least. Okay. Why? Yeah. Well, what was it about him? Okay, basically, it was his voice, mm-hmm. because if you remember in Rebels, he always spoke like there were no emotions in his voice. He was very stoic. He was but very intimidating. Everything all at once. <laughs> um, but to be honest, I mean, you also his uh how he looks like this 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 leaked image or not i did not see it the leaked image okay basically he looks really awesome even it's in really bad quality but he he looks really really good and i mean i'll just keep it as short as i can as i said before just because dave filoni is writing the whole series i have more positive thoughts about it than a few months ago or even <laughs> three years ago when we learned that yeah it was three years ago. oh my god I just remembered that Mando season two was in 2020 wow oh yeah. time flies yeah when it was three years ago when we learned about Ahsoka series and it 
after Rebels ended, we there were rumors or there were official talks that there will be another spin-off animated about them finding Ezra and Throne, and now Ahsoka is this spin-off series. And just because Filoni is writing it, I I really want to see it. I mean, Drew told me what's going on with it and what will happen, and oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see it. And Lars Mikkelsen, oh my god. Mikkelsen's are, I mean, Lars and Mats are one of my favorite actors. So yeah, oh, chills. Now, Vic, I know you, I don't want to take a second to plug your article because you just had an interesting theory piece mm. for the site um, about, about Thrawn, right? You think that Thrawn eradicated the Mandalorians? Yeah, I mean... It all happened between, I think that uh, if this theory is somehow correct, uh, that it all happened between Ahsoka series and the first Awakens movie. Yeah, just because he's the heir to the Empire, uh, that Filoni will adapt the trilogy from Legends, or so-called Expanded Universe from, I think it it came out in the 90s. Was this Tim- Timothy Zahn's heir to the Empire? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, ninety-one. Yeah, yeah his uh, his old trilogy from the old canon. So I think that just because Throne, we didn't get to see his full potential in Rebels, uh, and there were more more to, there was more to him than basic viewers could expect. So I think that just because he, because if you read uh, the old trilogy, you know that he wasn't that bad guy because he tried to protect his home world from the empire's influence and all that but with time he became really really bad guy and what happened to him i can tell you because it may happen in <laughs> in the upcoming movie or later so so i don't want to spoil it mm, it sounds just... like a good piece for the site and an article <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs> But um, I think that Throne being the bad person that he is in the new canon, I think that he eradicated all the Mandalorians because as we could see, as we'll be able to see in the upcoming episode of the Mando, they are really powerful and if their their group is massive and has, I mean, over 100, 200 members maybe, Mm -hmm. if they get them all they can be unstoppable. So if they joined up with Rebellion or... Yeah, can you remember me? What was their name in the Sequel Zaracus? I just forgot about them. Oh, Resistance. Yeah. yeah, Resistance. So if they teamed up with them, they could have easily overthrown Empire so, or the First Order. So I think he either ordered to hunt them and kill them or maybe pay them off or whatever, but... He was responsible for them not being the sequels era. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, I know that. So, two things actually. So, there's a voice in the trailer that kind of um, jumped out to me, and I'm I'm gonna ask you both because we were talking a little bit about this in the pre-show um, and your mutual love for this particular fandom. Um, did anything you know stand out for you? Any voices? Absolutely. <laughs> who's good? Who's not gonna be able to recognize David Tennant's voice? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so he's he's in the trailer, you know, his voice, um, and it's awesome. And also, he's actually reprising a character from the Clone Wars. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. From it's season Doctor five. E- yeah. Do you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was in season five of the Clone Wars, so so yeah. Nothing yeah. um, more to say about it other than it's cool that he's back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And Brian, too, I know you had, so, you know, Ahsoka has, like, super strong women. Uh, Brian, I know you had, like, a little bit of news that you can, like, definitively confirm about um, Ahsoka, I think, if I remember right. Um, And it's, like, about the LLC that they used. I know there were more rumors, again, because it's Star Wars. Oh, that was for the Acolyte. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Carry on. <laughs> we'll get um, back to it. <laughs> yeah. So let, that's actually a great transition. Let's talk about the acolyte. Totally planned. <laughs> we, totally, we... totally planned. So we have, we have like a couple minutes to talk about it. Um, you know what? 
the trailer wasn't released officially on like Ahsoka. Um, you know, this is kind of a series about about the villains. What did you what do you guys think about this? What can we talk about? I mean, I'm gonna say this. I've seen I've seen clips of it from Twitter. Thanks, Twitter. Um, <laughs> Twitter and TikToks, looks- <laughs> you know, spoiling everything. It looks awesome. The the hand-to-hand combat idea of, you know, you're in a Jedi world and we're, it's not guns and it's not, you know, lightsabers. We're getting mm-hmm. something a little different and we're getting a, um, we're just getting a fresh take, a fresh, interesting thing. The idea of the duality of the twins and switched at birth and there's multiple twins going on in the show. Um, it's fantastic. Though the one thing I was confused about was at one time they announced that this was part of a different universe it was like it was like a multiverse show and i did not get that from this one it was originally announced like it was going to be like a separate universe but it was gonna we're gonna see where it kind of goes and that this seems like it's very much in our universe so i was a little confused by that um i'm sure that some of our listeners maybe have a better understanding and can explain that but that's kind of what kind of stuck out to me well i didn't hear about this to be honest so yeah but as I mentioned, Acolyte is one of the most anticipated Star Wars things for me. So, yeah. I mean, as you can see, they thought about giving Jedi more space to, I don't know, fight without using lightsabers. I don't know, using their learned skill, martial arts, uh, or whatever. But um, I think, yeah, Carrie and Moss is. Am I pronouncing her name right? Yeah, she, she was in the Mat- Ma- Matrix. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. She's playing this badass Jedi that, who doesn't use lightsaber and she only uses her skill martial, martial arts and I really want to see it. It sounds like, I don't know if it's, it's kind of like Moon Knight. It's like in its own separate universe that you may not use some connections with the main timeline or whatever but i guess that since it's uh, in the high republic era and yeah. we see jedis there will be yoda of course he must be in it and there's one character from the books that will be in this series but i don't know if it's her or her daughter or whatever but yeah we'll get to see we, we'll, we'll see about that because but yeah i'm really excited for this one and it's like one of the most anticipated things for me is from Star Wars for now. And we also have Andor coming, and then we have a whole bunch of animated news because um, Andor is live action. You know, we have Tales of the Jedi season two, The Bad Batch season three, and Visions. Um, and Skeleton Crew. And Skeleton Crew, yes, thank you. Um, you know, out of all that stuff, what's your most anticipated? What do you want from them? Um, That's a good question. Um... You know, I think I'm most excited for Skeleton Crew just because it feels like it's so different. And I know it's going to be a little more younger skewed with all of the the children um, mm-hmm. aspects of it. I am also, and this might be a little shocking, I'm really excited for Andor Season 2 because I loved um, I loved Rogue One so much. And I'm hoping that we're going to get closer to that vibe than whatever we got in that first season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited for both of those. Um, I still have never watched Bad Batch. So like probably slacking on that and i've never seen visions volume one either i apparently and tales of the jedi i don't know what i'm doing over here all the yeah, you're, busy, you're busy with marvel and i you mean know. you can easily watch visions and tales of the jedi in three hours maybe less maybe i'll do that tonight in honor of this podcast for you <laughs> i i think it's only fair um yeah. all right guys this has been wonderful thank you so much for listening you can find all of our content all of our writing and awesome theories at thecosmiccircus.com and check it out for our continuing coverage on the star wars movies and shows uh brian and vic thank you for being here where can everyone find you uh hey everybody this is brian again um you can find me with weekly articles at the cosmic circus and follow me at at kitson uh 301 on, on twitter Hi, it's Vic again. You can find me at Twitter and Eric Salaki, and you can read my articles on the Cosmic Circus. And I hope you have, and I hope you have a great day. And I'm Isla Ruby. You can find me at Tulin writes on Twitter. It's been a pleasure, and see you all next time. Bye bye. May the force be with you. <laughs>